Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of Reality Sucks. I'm your hostess, loyal Bravo liaison, and sister in Christ, aka Bravo, Madeline. Um, thank you to anyone tuning in. I just really expect this to be a diary of all my Bravo thoughts that my friends and my husband are sick of hearing, um, so I appreciate it. So let's just dive right in. What is top of mind? Scandal. What is the scandal, you ask? Well, let's back up about a week ago. So we all remember, I remember, where I was when I got the initial news that Raquel Levis and Tom Sandoval were having an affair. First thought, no fucking way. That's a weird rumor. Moving on with my day. No. More information comes out. Okay, this seems to be kind of credible. Now I'm a little worried. Now I'm now I'm kind of sweating. Now I'm on my phone quite frequently as more data comes forward. Finally, we get some more real confirmation. And let me set the stage for you a little bit. So when last week Raquel and Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules went to Watch What Happens Live with Andrew Cohen, our Lord and Father, and Andy posed a question, who is more attractive, Tom Sandoval or Tom Schwartz? Naturally, with the storyline of Vanderpump Rules so far, we think, okay, duh, Raquel's going to say Schwartz because I think Schwartzy Poo is far more attractive, and I hope we can all agree on that front, at least. She said Sandoval. And allegedly, Sheena was surprised and asked her, oh, why did you say that? This didn't come out until later. So that was kind of the first indication before the the news broke that, you know, maybe, maybe that was a little bit of a flag thrown. So circle back to when this news broke. Um, what was alleged was obviously that they've been having an affair or they hooked up. No one had any fucking clue that it was as in-depth as it truly became. So let me give you a quick synopsis. And this has been a circulating document via Bravo accounts that I've seen. So this is essentially a sum of a summary of what folks are calling verified tea. So this affair has been going on full blown since the summer of 2022. They have gone out on fucking dates in disguises. You guys, wigs, costumes, caricatures, who the fuck knows? Maybe they're out there looking like Barty. They were in costume. Ariana found out at Tom's show this week, and that's something we do know. So there's videos prior to this when, you know, if you know, he's a horrific um, cover band. He has a horrific cover band. Um, he, He lacks talent, but he apparently has hired very talented people, um, 
which is costing him an arm, arm and a leg. I digress. She found out at the show, apparently she had his phone and somehow saw videos of Raquel touching herself on his phone. And this, now we know, was a screen recording of Raquel and Tom's FaceTime, which Raquel has now used to her advantage to say, that was recorded without my consent. That was sent out without my consent. I'm trying to use this as a way to get the heat off of me, show myself as the victim, because that's what Raquel a la Rachel does. We now know that her name is Rachel Levis. Maybe it's Rochelle, but our girl goes by Raquel. But we can call her Rachel, Rachel, we can call her Rock, Raquel, whatever you want. But Scandy Sandy, who I will now continually, he will be known as, Tom Sandoval. So Scandy lets his phone with this content get into the hands of Ariana. Which I, I can think of a number of things. Like how how the fuck do you not think she's going to see that? If she has access to your phone, if she's looking in the right place, where was she looking? Why did it come up so readily when she was, you know, at a concert? Clearly she, we could infer she was hunting for something, right? Like she probably had her suspicions. She's a sharp girl. And we know now that months prior to something happening, Raquel slept over at Tom and Ariana's house and Tom allegedly emerged from Raquel's room around four in the morning claiming oh I just was in there to give her some water yeah sure so following me so far after this news broke camera crews were sprinting to start filming Something else we do know is that historically, Tom and Raquel did spend Christmas together. The little fuckers have been wearing lightning bolt necklaces to showcase their love. These go as far back as like September, I believe, when I was doing my own due deal. Um, And apparently their biggest concern is not being able to attend Coachella. Because that is their journey. They need Coachella where they fell in love. Which also brings us to the whole, did Tom Schwartz kiss Raquel at Coachella? Now what they're saying is no, that was Tom Sandoval. Tom Schwartz was being used as a cover. And Schwartz knew about this the whole time. He was bought in. He will defend Sandoval to the end of time. I'm sorry, Scandy Sandy. So that's what we know. Allegedly. But we know. What we do know for a fact is what has been stated by Raquel and Tom. Both of which, as of today, the evening of Thursday, March 9th, have issued two separate statements. So Sandoval has released two, Scandy, and Rachel has released two. Both of which really give us no helpful information, deep remorse. I would say Raquel's are more remorseful and she seems to take more accountability claiming that she is not a victim. Whereas Tom in his first apology to the public doesn't address Ariana, doesn't address really anyone aside from Schwartz and his business partners. So, I mean, Clearly, our priorities are set. Um, the one thing that 
does bother me is if this is the case and there are people coming into Tom Tom or Sir or Schwartz and Sandy's and harassing the staff or you know what I mean that's that's not cool granted yeah harass harass Scandy I'm all about it but like if that's the case I get why he wanted to make that statement but like time and place and that should have been coming from you know maybe someone else anyway again digressing so that is what we know So these apologies have been issued half-heartedly and Raquel's additional apology today, I'm just going to read it verbatim because it's not very long and, you know, it's not incredibly profound. She said, and I quote, besides the indefensible circumstances surrounding our relationship, my feelings for Tom have always been sincere and born out of a loving friendship. Okay. Knowing how many people we hurt, I need to understand my choices and learn to make better ones. I need to take care of my health, work on self-growth, and take time to be okay with being alone. (laughs) I'm sorry. I care for Tom, and I don't want to label anything or predict what lies ahead. Right now, I need to heal. This was liked by none other than Scandy Sandy, Tom Sandoval himself. Okay, so a couple things. Listen, I don't love being alone. I like my dogs around me. But do I like my alone time watching my shows, watching my Bravo, my Love Island with my wine and my dogs? Yeah, you know, politely fuck off to my husband. I'd like some alone time. So yes, I can appreciate some alone time. Do I... Would I understand being single and alone? Maybe that's a different situation. I don't know why I'm getting hung up so much on this alone situation here. It doesn't matter. Point being, this seems so elementary of her. And again, there's there's not really this profound remorse. It's just, hey here's what's up and I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow and I need to heal. But to me, this says, yo, I'm not shutting the door on my relationship with Tom Sandoval. We could potentially come out with a full-blown relationship after all of this is public information and Bravo produces all of this content that they're recording as we speak. Kristen Doty's back in the mix. We know that. She is fucking frothing at the mouth. She is excited. Maybe with a cigarette in hand. We don't know. But she is fucking ready on the sidelines. Jax, we've seen the meme. He's just wheelbarrowing his way back on his little, what do you call it? Stroller? Cart? Whatever. He's He's on his way back in that meme. And has tweeted, hey, me and Brittany are going to see you on Watch What Happens Live soon. So I can tell you, other than James Kennedy, very few humans are happier about the scandal than Jax Taylor. This is his way back in. I don't think even if Stassi was asked, she would want to be back in. I think she's moved beyond it. She's still good friends with these people, but I think she's done. 
part of me feels like maybe Christina Kelly's her replacement, who is a close friend of she and Katie's that was at her wedding in Italy. That is now seeming to be a friend of, of the cast. So this is all we know. It's very clear that the whole Vanderpump family is rallying behind Ariana. Of course, Lala's deep in it. I mean, fuck that Bambi-eyed bitch. She sold all her merch, capitalized off this that she had with Raquel, which was a palette in her Lala give give them all a beauty line. Um, of which I do have a lip gloss and I like. I really did not like her lip liner though. But again, digressing. So other thing that was alleged, and this is a big topic of conversation, did Sheena Shea punch Raquel Levis the night after of recording, after Watch What Happens Live was recorded that evening, when she allegedly found out about the affair? My gut tells me no, but I could see something happening. I could see a physical altercation happening. And maybe sweet Rachel, you know, hit her eye on a glass. You know, she's clumsy. She's a deer. She's Bambi. She's falling all over the place. We don't know where her limbs are going. So maybe that was the situation. But do I think Sheena Shea (laughs) got her fist in debt Raquel in public? I don't. I don't think Summer Moon's mom would do that. And I don't think she could, even if she wanted to. I think she'd light her up, but I I don't see the punch. So apparently Raquel is using these pictures from a old bruise that she had. Timeline to be determined. We've heard November. We've heard she had this black eye and watch what happens live. I don't know. I don't care. I don't think it's real. Do I think Schwartz knew all along? Probably. I think he knew something. I think he will cover Sandoval's ass until the end of time unless he truly is backed into a corner. And I love Schwartzy. I am not a huge Katie fan. I support her journey. You know, be single. Be rid of a toxic relationship. I would never date Tom. He is a child. However, I think he's adorable and I do not think they gel. And for a while I was shipping he and Raquel. I was like, okay, I kind of am into this. Like they both had shitty situations that they came from. Katie divorced Tom. Granted, he did not treat her like a queen, but she initiated this divorce. She wanted the breakup. Raquel got away from psychotic DJ James Kennedy. And again, Raquel, not the brightest bulb on your Christmas tree. God bless her heart. But I was, I was happy for her. I was like, okay, she seems to have more of an edge, you know, got the haircut. I know that, you know, she got that cut when they got engaged, but whatever. I like this newer Raquel. I have a golden doodle. Maybe that's why I empathize because I love Graham so much. I'll take the dog. I'll take the fucking dog with the puncture wound, okay? Because that puncture wound in his neck that was from him trying to see her escaping out of his fence. No. My dog, Leo, is a mini golden doodle. And he himself has had that very same similar puncture wound. Why did he get that or how did he get that, you may ask? 
Well, he was roughing and tumbling with one of his friends and things got a little out of hand and his friend went a little too aggressively at my baby's neck. We're fine. We move past this. He was fine. However, that is a fucking puncture wound. So could it be from Sandoval's dogs? Dog? Maybe. I don't know. Again, these are all alleged theories that have been circulating the Bravo sphere. So that said, after spending near 20 fucking minutes on Scandival, which hasn't even gone into Vanderpump Rules itself, this is where I stand to summarize. Um, fuck Tom. Fuck Raquel. Ariana, I will date you. And that's really all I have to say. Do I kind of feel bad for them, like in a human sense, like that they're forever going to be shamed? Yes. But as a fan and knowing the situation or what we claim we know as fans, no. I feel horrible. I feel angry. I feel horrible for Ariana, especially watching yes last night's episode where she had to put down her dog. I mean, that fucking broke my heart. So anyway, circle back to today. Here's where we're at. We are waiting for more information, more footage on where things stand, how we're moving forward. Is Kristen coming back? Is Jack going to grace our screens again? Rotten hail. That's all I have to say. That said, I'm going to segue right on in to Jersey, even though they're not from the South. Jersey, my favorite Housewives franchise. I love Teresa like I love an aunt. She is, I love her more than a lot of my aunts, actually. Maybe most of my aunts. I'm going to put that out there. However, I would like to say I have always been more of a team Melissa. And before you fucking throw your phone, just give me a second. Tree, again, we could equate to Raquel in some senses. Not the brightest bulb in your Christmas tree. Not the sharpest knife in the drawer. You know, pick pick your saying, okay? Bless her heart. We love her. But I have fully become Team Teresa in this Melissa Joe Teresa conflict. This Gorga versus, you know, tree issue. So I think the biggest... So I've been talking about this with other people. And and the biggest question we have is what are we missing? Because there seems to be so much unspoken animosity from Joe Gorga's end that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, yes, we know the background. We know everything that happened with Juicy J. We know everything that happened with your parents, right? But there seems to almost be something. And I say this because Gia, in one of her confessionals, said, I think that our relationship started to go awry when Louie came into the picture, who is Teresa's now husband, now in the footage, current fiance. 
And I was very wary of Louis. Where is his money coming from? We have, you know, another guy gifting the kids some Louis Vuitton, some Cartier that could be hawked off the streets of Mexico, China. I don't know. It didn't seem legit. And I was sketched out for Tree because I initially thought, okay, she's getting back into another sticky situation with this one. I don't think that anymore. From what I have seen from Louis, he has kept his cool under intense situations when Joe was telling him to go fuck himself, was calling him a pussy. I mean, throwing all this shit at him when they did their boys night at the bar and... I was really impressed with how he handled himself. And I feel like he has brought out a softer side of Teresa, a more, you know, zen side of tree. Um, and I'm just, I'm picturing her um, on the beach doing yoga when her and Margaret push, push that, uh, what was it, like bouquet or something for her mother. It was very sweet, but it just thinking about it for some reason makes me laugh really hard. Anyway, um, I have fully converted in that sense because I, I just feel like I'm fucking missing something. And Melissa being so cold is very off-putting. I have heard that she's very aloof in front of fans, a la folks that I know that I went to BravoCon. I see folks like I'm an 85-year-old woman. And again, I think that – Teresa has some of those same qualities, but there, I would like to know, please tell me, anyone listening, what's going on? What's the deeper situation here? Because to me, this seems like stupid. This seems like fucking bullshit. Joe should be like, of course, I'm going to walk you down the aisle. I'm going to suck it up. I'm your brother. I'm going to come there for you. Who the fuck cares if you're not inviting Melissa's family? So let me think about it this way. Melissa would equate – so Melissa would be my sister-in-law. That would be like me inviting my sister-in-law's family. Well, that doesn't apply because my sister-in-law's family is my husband's family. I'm going to really have to rethink this. But in the sense of <laughs> there being no relation. So if it was my brother's wife's family, fuck no. Unless I grew up with them, we were close friends with them, why would I invite them to my wedding? Like, sure, we see you at Easter's, bar mitzvahs, baptisms, basketball games, whatever, birthdays. But I'm not going to invite you to my wedding. So that said, I still really want to understand what's going on because it is it is like truly heart-wrenching to watch and how upsetting it is to their kids. And it just doesn't make sense to me. And I want it to see resolved and I don't think it will get resolved. And there you have it. Um, with Jennifer Aiden, I love her. I love her. She's so unhinged. She's <laughs> – I love her daughter. Her daughter's name is escaping me right now, her youngest. I think she's – darling and she with all the giannas and giovannas and julianas she just went to what is it little gia giovanna's birthday party um and i don't know i just find her super endearing and she was telling 
the ladies that she wants to be a family therapist for marriage counseling. And that kind of broke my heart because obviously we know that Jen in, you know, her, her husband had an affair and that became very public. Bill Aiden, plastic surgeon, which why didn't he do her nose job? We still don't know. Anyways, um, I think her beef with Marge and I think the same thing for Marge, by the way. I think it's masking their deeper issues. I think Marge has a lot of hurt and trauma with her own family without being able to connect to, you know, ex-husband's kids. I think a part of it isn't having her own children, you know? And I think Jen knew that and weaponized that against her and used it as a horrific insult saying, you don't have any family, you don't have kids, which is so awful. But – she knows where to poke and push. And these women go so far below the belt, which is why it's so entertaining and beautiful to watch. But, you know, dark. But like I said, I appreciate it. But I think with Marge and Jen, I think it's – I don't think it's a jealousy thing. I really think it's a you get under my skin, I get under your skin thing. And we're just going to keep hacking at each other. Because these two – are both like, you know, starving rabid animals that are running for the next, you know, piece of meat out in the woods, so to speak. That was a horrible analogy. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. So I think that their issues are very surface level, but have become deep because of their own deep-rooted insecurities. I think what we're going to see is that Jen's marriage will likely fall apart. I think if it is held together, it will be for public image. And I think that Marge will continue to have these challenges, but keep them inside. And I think that what that's part of that and her, the way she communicates has created animosity with other friends. But I also think there are other people. Like, I mean, if we're referring to Danielle Staub as one of her formal friends and she's not friends with her anymore, okay. Yeah. Danielle, I don't think Danielle Staub is friends with 99% of who she was friends with, including her time um, in the entertainment industry. I think she lost a, a lot of friends there as well. So we'll see where that develops. The newbies, Rachel, Jen, and Danielle. We have so many Danielles. I can't keep track. What do we think? I like them all. I think they all add an element. They all add Jersey. That is for sure. Especially Danielle. She's as Jersey as they get, in my opinion, with her hip hop and TikTok videos. Um, I don't know why I'm doing a Southern accent for a Jersey accent. I just can't do it. It's horrible. But I'm interested to see the whole there's a Rachel Jen combative situation and maybe it's their age maybe it's like an insecurity thing like oh Jen's the youngest one in the group Rachel's the younger one in the group we're gonna just go at it Danielle's obviously younger too I don't know if that has anything to do with it but that's just a partial theory I think that there's way more to the story with Danielle's family and why her brother doesn't talk to her. There's no way it's over on Instagram. That's it. There has to be a lot of background. I need to do more due diligence on that and look into it. 
Let me know if anyone knows anything deeper. But as far as I know, that's all she has shared. Um, and then with Jen has ties to Siggy. And if you remember, Soggy Flicka um, was one of the most horrendous housewives of all time. Um, and I think that Jen, Jen adds more of a mature flavor to the group. She seems to be more kind of pulled together and just stuffs her face when she's agitated, which is exactly what I do. So I really relate to her in that way, but I do like the newbies. I'm excited to see where things go. Okay. I'm going to switch gears to summer house. Oh, summer house. I want to be in the summer house. I feel like sometimes I belong in the summer house just to give the people what they want, but I don't think they'd be ready for me in full candor. I can't stand Carl and Lindsay. I can't. I want to fucking throw my phone at the TV. Babe. Babe. Let's cuddle, babe. Like, no. No thanks. I, I don't appreciate it. Why are we doing that? And I get it. You're trying to showcase, oh my God, we love each other. We're obsessed with each other. Blah, 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 blah. We've overcome so much. We were friends. Now we're lovers. Da, da, da. Great. That's awesome. Don't care. I think that their relationship will end very badly and very poorly at some point in time. I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I don't think it'll be in two years. But I think it will be within the next 10 to 12 years and it will be ugly. So going back, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit and touch more on this recent rumor with Kyle and Amanda. Go to the next episode for part two.